So we looked at uh, the first one, where Jesus looked and he listened. And he made it so that people felt seen and heard, which takes time. And, and so we, we kind of followed this pattern. Let me show you. We followed this pattern of like, this is what Jesus did in the Bible. We can read this in the Gospels. But is he doing that? Does he love us that way now? Yes, he does.
can't start talking about the cross until we've internalized and really like take to heart that Jesus did not want to die on the cross. He asked God to find another way, but he was surrendered. He goes on after this. Now, in, in various gospels, they have the prayer a little bit differently. Some of them have all, you know, three times. But in the Luke version, I, it's the only instance where he mentions this. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. Now, if, if I were struggling with something and an angel from heaven came down and gave me supernatural strength, you would think, sweet, I get up and just charge off. Like, I'm ready. Let's do this. I got strength from this angel. Do you know what he did with that strength? He prayed harder. Crazy people that want to be martyrs, they want to die. That, 
There's no sacrifice. There's no surrender. Because they have no desire to live. So we find these two groups of people. One has no desire to live. There's no surrender. There's no sacrifice there. One has a desire to live but no power to stop it. There's, they surrender, but it's not the same. Jesus is the only guy like in the history of the world that wanted to live and yet also had the power to stop it, but surrendered his will to the plan that God had. It's amazing. Because of the way Jesus went to the cross, his sacrifice, his surrender, magnified and glorified and used so much more. And so this is why we have communion. We're going to take communion after this. We have communion every week. Since death prevented them from continuing in office, but because Jesus lives forever. 
sitting at the right hand of God. And we're struggling to make good choices in life. We're struggling to do what is right, live the way that we know God wants us to live. Jesus is there the whole time saying, that's my pastor. I love you. But do we see love in Jesus' continuing intercession? There's another verse about this in 1 John 2, starting in verse 1. He says, my dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. Like, shape off the brain. <laughs> I write this to you so that you won't sin. But if anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. So Jesus is loving you right now. It's not just that he died 2,000 years ago. It's that he is currently loving you through the work of the cross, interceding to 
my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. So this is like, hey, you want to do what I'm doing? Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Deny yourself. Which again, even that can be kind of religious. Deny yourself. It means learn how to say no to yourself. If my son's asking me for something and I deny them, I'm saying no. But are we good at saying no to ourselves when our flesh is trying to like run our lives? Like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be well trained on how to say no to myself. Take up the cross, follow me, which hilariously said before the cross had any religious significance at all. So if you're a disciple and he says that to you, you're like, oh man, we're gonna. Thanksgiving for all 
sowing good into the world, Paul's like, hey, this group of Christians, they need to continue the work of intercession. Pray prayers of intercession and work on behalf of sinful people that God wants to reconcile to himself. God still sees the world as in need of help.
life that 